0: Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up, Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I am the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I want to stay connected with you. Now, today you're going to meet Christy Bisu. She is the founder and president of Eat Me Guilt Free, which is a better for you food that you can find in hundreds of stores right now. She's in Vitamin Shop and GNC, to name a few. But I met her seven years ago when she was selling these brownies on Instagram. She is a nutritional coach. She, prior to that, was a nurse. She made that leap of faith into entrepreneurship and to pursue her passion when it comes to health and healthier eating. We're diving into that and how she's also supporting other women entrepreneurs in her business. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker well i am so excited it's like chatting with an old friend <laughs> um, welcome christy besu the founder and president of eat me guilt free uh to the show how are you
1: thank you i'm great Tamika. thank you so, so much for inviting <laughs> me on.
0: it's so funny because this week i was watching your instagram stories and And you were talking about how you were a nurse and it's National Entrepreneur's Day and kind of like looking back at when you started your business. And as I heard that, it reminded me that I'm like, holy shit, we actually met each other. I mean, I want to say it was like 2013. And I didn't realize like as I started to think about it, I was like, wow, you were a nurse at the time that we met now that I'm like, you know putting two and two together and it's just leaving yeah it was really amazing now to see where you are now with your business and how far everything has come so i know i'm kind of you know for those listening they're like what are you talking about to be good so take us through like your path and your journey um to building the incredible business that you have now
1: yeah so yeah we met in 2013 that was around the time that i was leaving the hospital I was a nurse in the emergency room for like almost nine years. My I guess hobby was uh like competing and figure competing. I had been doing that since like I guess 2010. I stopped in twenty seventeen. So since Were I had Were you gotten, really like,
0: doing it seven years?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like wow. on and off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So And that's but, yeah, how we met
0: because I was doing my first ever bodybuilding competition. It's been a long time since then. You know, dogs,
1: yeah, that's right? totally <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. No, I totally am not in that. I have friends that do it, but I'm not in that realm. But I like once Marvel.
0: you're in that realm, like kind of everybody knows everybody. Like you have your competition coaches, and that's when I met Alex and Maggie Cambronero and got yeah. connected with you. And it's crazy to think that that was like seven years ago now.
1: Crazy, yeah. Right. So that that year, I, I had already kind of toyed around with the brownie because I was already like. You know, seeing clients as a nutrition coach so i had gotten like uh, my certification for sports nutrition on the side which i was doing like in the hospital for my friends the doctors and nurses and then i just kind of left the hospital i kind of took that leap and um and i was basically writing diets full time and then i would hear the same things over and over and over like people would talk about how they wanted to eat cleaner, you we were reading the labels. You know they wanted to know what to eat, and they felt incredibly guilty <laughs> every <laughs> time they ate things like brownies, you know, candy, bread, things like that. So um, at the time, I chocolate was what most people were craving. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I made a brownie. I made a brownie, and it was kind of like a mug cake, I guess. Is like I guess what a competitor would. And I just made a, a version. I was wrapping them in saran wrap. And I started, um, and then that's where Eat Me Guilt Free, the brownie, it was called Eat Me Brownies at first, was born. And I didn't incorporate it till like December of 2014. And uh, I was just making them at home. I lived in an apartment in Brickell at the time with my kids, because I'm a, a single mother of three. But when I started sharing my journey on Instagram, because that was the same time that that kind of was growing. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, my, my following started to grow free and go free. Cause that was yeah. kind of like my personal account. And then I opened up an e-commerce store and my first year selling like two different types of brownies, wrapping them in Saran wrap and a four week shelf. life, I sold like, I don't know, like seven or $800,000 in brownies, bananas. You know, I'm like carrying bags of, <laughs> of like mail things down the shoe. Ch- I had no idea exactly what I was doing, you know? But uh, <laughs>
0: so when how okay wait hold on I'm gonna go back a little bit so at this time you are still a nurse and you work with clients on the side as a nutrition coach.
1: Is I right? have been doing that since around 2010 on the side. Okay. Like I worked three or four days at the hospital. Around 2013, around the time I met you, I I 2013 14 I left the hospital and I started seeing clients for nutrition full time you know, from seven o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night. And, you know, it was really rewarding. And I was I felt like I was making an impact, but it was kinda like a one on one thing. Right. So when I started making you know, time passed, I made the brownies for those clients and then when I shared it on Instagram, I don't know, it was cool that I was able to Go beyond that one-on-one. Right,
0: right. Because you had the intention of like, hey, we know how it is. We all have those cravings, especially if you're bodybuilding.
1: Starving. Yeah, it was starving. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted brownies for sure. So I understood like everyone's struggle.
0: Right. So everyone's like, I want something. I can kind of have a (laughs) guilt-free little treat while, you know, still trying to stay healthy, on track, on point you know, with my diet and exercise. So- yeah,
1: like I was teaching that concept of like, oh, this is a carb, this is a fat, this is a, and this is what they do. And then we, people would be like, well, well, then I can't eat what I want at this time. I'm like, eh, you can. <laughs> but it's not the best fit, you know? So I started to try to create things that were like a brownie that they wanted to eat, like at, at all hours. You know, I could kind of change the nutrition. Right, now, replacing did- some ingredients.
0: Did it take you a while to come up with the ingredients? Was it like a lot of trial and error?
1: It was. I think our, my original formula is actually really different than what it is now. Oh,
0: really? It kind
1: of morphed over, I would say, around year two or three because we're going to be six years old in December um, as far as being incorporated and selling online and this mm-hmm. type of thing. It's a, it's a different – like we use wheat protein isolate now versus whey. So um, the brownies have eggs, that's the only, but it's like a plant-based protein that gives it like a nice texture. Because that's where I think at the time, the only thing on the market that was like high protein, low carb was a protein shake and a protein bar. Mm So uh, I would have like, you know, a shake or a bar that tastes like a brownie, but it it didn't have the texture. So I think that that's where, you know, I think the brand kind of was a pioneer in making things that were actually like you know like we just released bread it is bread you know what i mean it's not like something that maybe might taste like bread it's it's definitely bread and the brownie has the texture of a brownie but i think the added protein helps a lot to like satiate your hunger you know right um the you know we add fiber and it's lower in carbs and a lot of different lifestyles are looking for that so you know it's not so much of a niche uh, one type of you know not keto or, or specifically vegan and although some of our products are vegan but it just kind of happens to be right know.
0: right so you started making them in 2013 how mm-hmm. long between because you mentioned all of a sudden you sold 700 800 thousand brownies the first, in first year in year one this one. is before is is that what I mean, how did this talk me through this? <laughs> I Bananas. mean, are you like baking them out of your home? Like set, set the scene in the picture of like what's going yeah, on. So,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm baking them out of my home. I'm wrapping them in saran wrap. I printed figures at FedEx. Like that's where I was at. Like it was crazy. My children were helping me. My friends were helping me. It was nuts. So and then I ended up getting uh, a Were you still kitchen. working
0: with your clients? I was,
1: no, no I, I was, yeah. <laughs> you were sorry. a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not a sane decision. So I would, you know, I would just like, after I was done, I'd, you know, bake. And then that's where I ended up at a commercial kitchen and then going to a baker, like a co-packer by the year, by the end of the year, I, I just, eight at eight or nine months, I was like, okay, I, I can't bake these brownies anymore. I had 65,000 trays in my house. Cause back then they were like in a mold. Like that you had to like bang the mold, you know, There wasn't, I didn't have these machines to cut brownies the way you're supposed to. And it was, you know, like almost surreal. And I think that that first year, like those sales gave me like, like validation and confidence that helped me right out like the next couple years, because after year two, when, you know, I, I went to school for biology before nursing, I, like I really didn't even know what a profit loss, or like anything that had to do with accounting or business, that was not my forte. I moved into a warehouse, and it was still growing. You know, I had about two employees helping me at the time, on and off. You know, this type of thing. And then I just took on like just all sorts of crazy decisions that, you know, you make. You kind of like that's how you learn as
0: you're learning, yeah.
1: And uh, that year, I remember, I didn't, I didn't know what like anxiety and panic attacks felt like I'm like laying on the floor I'm like what is this feeling um and I, yeah I, I think I spoke about this um recently with someone that my dad was even like hey are you gonna go back to the hospital like this just doesn't seem like a good idea you know it sounds great and, and it's and, fun but
0: and why did he say that just because things it was a just, turn. you know
1: it, we I was still selling just as many and growing but I couldn't keep up I didn't have an investor I didn't uh, understand like what percentage like when someone loaned me money um, what was okay what was not okay and um, yeah so my dad was like you yeah, know you have a profession and I I just I was like no no I'm, I'm going to kind of pivot kind of like what we've all done now with COVID and changed right. our lives and I was like okay well no I'm going to I, at that moment, I had only been selling direct to consumer via Instagram, It was like, the algorithm had changed, so mm. your growth was different. I couldn't reach new customers the same way, because people weren't, you know, seeing everything. And I went out there, and the same way that I learned how to make a brownie and calculate the macros and this type of other, I learned how to sell, because I had to, you know, <laughs> that's, that's my right. survival.
0: Right.
1: Uh, yeah, I went out there to my first distributor and. Thank goodness, thank goodness, you know what I mean? Because it was like right at the last draw, December of 2018, uh, right before 2019, that we started distributing because that last year was pretty bad. And it, again, just took off.
0: You know what's so interesting? And I, I say this about myself, but I think you fall in this category too as far as like an accidental entrepreneur in a sense right like Mm -hmm. i think that happens to so many of us there's definitely that group of people that it's like they know they have it in them from the beginning but i think a lot of times life tends to show Mm -hmm. you the direction um you should be in i got laid off two years ago um and i had been working with clients on the side but then i was like Okay, well, maybe I should continue doing this. <laughs> that was never the plan. Um, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, you, your clients had a need. And you were an entrepreneur, obviously, at that time, but you didn't envision this type of business, I'm
1: sure. At all, until time passed. And then I started, to, like I said, I validated and gained confidence.
0: So when things got tough, what was it that made you want to stay the course and say, you know what? No, I'm going I'm to do this
1: what happened the first year and what i could see how people reacted to that type of solution not just the brownie but the concept i i i, I saw i guess that the vision, the end result even though it like no one else did yeah and thank goodness that first year you know i guess helped let me kind of really envision it so that so i had something to hold on to <laughs> for right it's
0: and it also sounds like you really believed in your product and how much people it fulfilled a need
1: i like i don't know having a goal and getting there but i think also i have out of my three children i have two um girls and as they got older when i heard them like Talk about me. They were like, "Oh, my mom does this and this, that, and the other." And I was like, "Okay, I've i have to live up to <laughs> what you know, what they uh, what they see." I, you know, I didn't want to fail.
0: Right. I mean, you know? you're you're and are a role model to them, and you show them what is possible.
1: Um, I have a lot of like female entrepreneurs reach out and and ask for help and. I, I just, I, for me, that's like a big part of now, like that I, I want to finish. Like, I want to do it so that I can help other people or other women, I right. should say. <laughs> other women, honestly, because it yeah. is difficult. Um, I'm sure it's difficult for men as well. Uh, being, you know, not knowing and not having a steady, stable life and income is always difficult. But I think for women, particularly, especially if you have children, it's a little more difficult. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> we have our own challenges. They don't always want to let us in.
1: Right, yeah, like i noticed that. That's we a have thing. to break down the door. Yeah, like people talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i noticed that when I would need advice or even when I would go to a co-packer or to a baker, the way that they would speak to me was like very different than they would speak to each other.
0: No, I can totally relate. I definitely get that because at the end of the day, I mean, there will people like I once had someone tell me, like, don't pull your pants down and bend over, <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> like I had somebody, tell, you know, because you do, especially in the beginning, right. get taken advantage of like people don't open those doors for you. They don't take you seriously. And it's until you really start like, you know, going to bat for yourself that more of those opportunities open up and then you know it's it's a shame that it becomes this stigma for like a strong woman to be perceived in a negative way when if it's a man it wouldn't I, you know the
1: case yeah for sure it's,
0: it's a double standard so that's why i love like most of my team is all women um which you know i, I love to support other women as much as i can um, so, and I think that's like the beauty in it when you have opportunities to like open that door for other people. So you mentioned, um, you know, wanting to support other women. I know we were talking earlier offline about some of your new initiatives coming up, um, along those lines. So tell me kind of what you have in the works and what you're planning.
1: Yeah. So for next year, uh, we took like part of our budget and we basically have a, a women entrepreneur grant for female entrepreneurs. I'm so excited. Um, We're we're calling it Glow Up Girl, you know, like the glow up. (laughs) And we're going to launch it on Valentine's Day because it's the same thing, you know, like that whole... I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, I think the process is going to be fun because we're going to get to hear a lot of other female entrepreneurs' stories. I think we'll be able to help a lot of people, not only with a winner that gets the $10,000, but um, just maybe even throughout the journey hearing people's stuff, we probably can just kind of give them you know, some sort of advice or resources.
0: I mean, I feel like as an entrepreneur, well, the, listen, there's always somebody who have, who's done the thing before mm-hmm. you. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm always looking for that, too. Like, if you can tell me what it is so I can cut my time in half to have, get there.
1: <laughs> it'd be great. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and it sounds like food, you could make a products.
0: community, too, out of maybe the people that apply for this opportunity and maybe they can lean on and help each other
1: yeah you know what that's actually a really good idea we have that within eat me guilt free the brand we have like a vip community everybody's like a subscriber and a loyal customer they have like a facebook group but yeah that's actually thanks, that's a great idea (laughs) no problem i've always (laughs) kind of wanted to but you know i'm still so far away from Having a lot of extra time uh, right. because it's we're still growing and we don't have we're a really small team, um, right, so I I'm limited on the amount of time that I can kind of meet with someone one on one. Right, and I hardly have enough time to do what I I have to do and my children and my two dogs and cat. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So tell me where things are with your your business right now.
1: Yeah, so when I mentioned earlier that we started distributing that first year in 2019, we had one sports distributor, and it was received pretty well. Like, we became one of their best-selling products, you know, in the stores that they would place it. That's what distributors do. And so we got picked up nationally in Vitamin Shop in February, right before the shit hit the fan, basically. Wow. So scary. (laughs) So scary.
0: Exciting, but then it's like, oh, like, high-low. All right yeah. <laughs> in a
1: sense and so so yeah I was so excited and, and we had a lot of meetings with other stores and, and like we big grocery chains and that slowed down but when we got into Vitamin Shop in their like eight or 900 stores in their first week we um, we became their number one grab and go which from what I understand is difficult to do if you're not a beverage and I think congratulations. our congratulations yeah thanks but I think a lot of it had to do with like building a community in the brand and because we didn't use traditional marketing methods we kind of like uh we would give away like a one-year subscription to like different you know i think it was like 10 people but i I, we put basically tickets in it and we put it out there like go get it and they went out and got it so our community really supported Uh, us
0: like in the brownies
1: yeah it really Mm -hmm. supported us and and we sold through, and then I guess the stores were excited about it. So their salespeople, I guess, more than likely would say, "Hey, try this because it sold out really well." So the, we've been in there for almost a year now, or you know, we're gonna end the year, and we ended it super strong. And next year, we're doing an exclusive flavor with them. They they're picking up the bread, the bread and the tortillas now in December, and um, and yeah, and we just got picked up by. A really big distributor there's only two really really large distributors that go to all grocers and it's almost honestly surreal like it's bananas like we're at this point where now next year we be another big you know another big spurt and it has its own I guess challenges and hiring which is kind of like what you were just talking about hiring well then I try to hire a lot of young female entrepreneurs and then a mix now I'm starting to try to bring on People have some sort of experience because I don't know what I'm doing. So right. we need right. a mix of people. So I, I always say I want to
0: hire people smarter and better than me at the things. Like, please. Like, yeah. when I talk to people, my team is way smarter and way more talented than me. You are in great hands. Like, I always want that. Okay, so what stores are you in right now?
1: So right now we are in all the vitamin shops nationwide. We are in GNC's, I think, next week. We are in about 3,000 independent uh, retailers like grocers. We just got picked up by, um, there's two really large distributors that distribute to all the grocery stores in October. So we've had a lot of meetings that the answer is yes, but you have the meeting now, and then you actually are in the store 10 months later. So starting May of next year, I think people will really start to see it everywhere. Like I'll get texts from you know someone i haven't seen in three or four years they're like oh my god i saw i'm in whatever in arizona i saw it in the gas station i'm like wow so cool because I, I, a lot of times i won't know where it is um but so that, that's i think next year 2021 is when we'll be in a lot of um, i guess they call them large chain retailers will start to see that which is kind of cool oh my yeah, gosh it's very exciting
0: so, you know, you went from, I'm going to kind of bring it all, I feel like, full circle because mm-hmm. this show is about health, wellness, happiness. I, I feel, feel like there's happiness brands too, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you started as a nurse. You've been in the health field working with clients on nutrition. And now you have this, um, I guess, you know it's a health food yeah. um, better
1: for you yeah better for you better Brand. for you
0: brands Brand. so do you how do you feel about where you personally are within the health space right now do you feel like I don't know I guess so what are your feelings about like where your career and path has evolved to where it is now
1: yeah so I mean I'm excited that um, I guess the brand, just timing. You know, sometimes it's about timing. Yeah. Uh, it it is. Most of the country and most of the world, I would say, most of the Americans. So it's really tough. You know, we crave. Americans crave a lot of foods because we're used to eating a lot of our snacking was junk. You know, back in, the, I guess even the 90s, right? So I think having better for you versions with cleaner ingredients and, you know, not like artificial sweeteners and things like that, but just that the macros are a little better um, has, it, it's a really cool place to be because it's a stepping stone. It's giving people uh, the opportunity to start to make better choices and they can actually do it. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm kind of happy to be part of that. And then uh, me personally, I feel that, I don't know, this year COVID happened and I had to spend a lot of time at home and work from here. I picked up yoga, like it's a huge part of my life. So I started to realize like how important, I never thought about like, I don't know, like becoming more patient and my mental state, mm. you know, cause that's a big part of your being healthy.
0: In your business, especially,
1: because it can yeah. become
0: all consuming,
1: right? Right, and <laughs> finding a balance and like stopping, you know, and and I, I mean, even though a lot of entrepreneurs that I guess are in the stage that I'm in will be like, well, I'm not going to take a day off or I'm not going to. I, I do, you know, I, I try yeah. to, uh, you know, and I won't start, I'll go outside and, you know, I start my day two or three hours or yoga things, I don't talk to anyone so that I can withstand everything else. Because I think when you push yourself, I, I still push myself, but I, I'm, I, that, you know, that balance is something that, but I think that this year I finally have learned. Even relationships with my children, we've been locked in this house all year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so even, the, you know, the, the learning how to do that has been, is part of being healthy, I think.
0: Absolutely. So I always like to ask a health tip from your perspective. Um, you know, is there a health tip that the audience can implement in their lives? Something that you recommend that is important to you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I find that because um, you're we talking about, I guess, our vegan friends that we have in common. And and I think that something that a lot of people don't do unless they're vegan is not in, like include vegetables in like every meal. I feel like it should be the bulk of our food. It's alive. And a lot of people feel that that's something you only do if you're completely plant-based. And I think that it, it, it's leaps and bounds what it does for your health when, yes. you know, your skin, how you feel, just that change alone, you know, making sure that you include them at every meal is, is, is huge, you know? That's, I, so that's, uh, that's, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. I know to eat your vegetables. It sounds really, really cliche, but I mean all the time, not once a day, people are like, right. I eat vegetables at dinner. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no yeah i mean like all day
0: all Um, day every single meal right you know have your eat me guilt-free brownie with a side of broccoli yeah or
1: or like yeah like even though like a bread you know i'm making these loaves of bread like having like a huge like like raw salad and then Mm. like i can make croutons out of the bread so does, they kind of have like the plant-based protein in there. Oh, um, nice. It's like awesome. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, okay, that just works. So yeah, you can. I mean, I there's ways to get,
0: cr- <laughs> there's yes. ways to get creative. Yeah. No brownies out of salad, but
1: yeah. Like a yeah. yeah. But there's like a lot of, you just have to kind of take what you enjoy eating. I mean, sometimes people don't enjoy vegetables at all. And that's about trying new things uh, right. and making them different ways. Uh, but yeah. So finding different ways to incorporate vegetables in there, I think is huge.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, even if you don't enjoy eating them, like something that I've learned from some other guests that have been on the show, right? Like it takes a couple weeks to form good habits, to break bad habits. I actually, until about six, maybe a little bit longer, six, seven years ago, did not eat any vegetables ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I tell people this story mm-hmm.
0: and they're like, like my parents forced yeah. me to eat <laughs> vegetables and I hated them and now it's part of every meal and yeah, now you like
1: you sound ways to eat it that you like that you enjoy
0: yeah and you know the first time I had broccoli I didn't like it but then I just kept having it like you can train yourself to like other things well this has been a lot of fun like catching up with yeah. a friend because obviously you are a friend <laughs> yeah I know it was
1: awesome
0: So lastly, tell everyone where they can find you, order the brownies, learn more about you, connect with you, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, so the brand is Eat Me Guilt Free. So it's at Eat Me Guilt Free on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Uh, My name is Christy Basu. So my personal Instagram might be easier if you need to ask me an entrepreneur question is at Christy Basu. Our website is eatmeguiltfree.com. And you can find us on Amazon and you will start to see us all over the place next year, but you can go to vitamin shop. You can go to GNC and a lot of your small independent grocers actually carry us.
0: So. Awesome. So pick one up. I know you've got a lot of, a variety of flavors and things mm-hmm. that you can find.
1: Yeah. Awesome. We have eight different flavors. We're constantly coming out with new cool stuff. And next year's we have a lot of innovation for next year too, aside from the bread and the tortilla. So it's going to be fun.
0: So just one more reason we all should look forward to 2021.
1: <laughs> exactly. For sure. Also, at least I'm telling myself. So,
0: Better times ahead. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christy.
1: Thank you, Tamika.
0: Make sure you connect with Christy. All of our information is below in the show notes. I loved her story because as many years as I've known her, I did not know all of those details and just... The leap of faith that she went out on and pursuing her passion is really inspiring, but also just knowing that, hey, all of us are not alone entrepreneurs when it comes to the ups and downs, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. I love that she's paying it forward, supporting other women, because we should support each other. So make sure you stay tuned for information on that grant that she said is coming up in February. So connect with her and all of that information is below. I want you to connect with me too. Find me on LinkedIn, Tamika Bickham. Hit subscribe on YouTube. I want to stay connected with you because I want to see you back again next week. And also, hey, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I want to make the show better for you each and every week. So until I see you back next week, stay happy, stay healthy.